Uh, like I said, I eventually did get married to my wife. She's six years older than me, and we met online. We met on Ancestry.com. Um, <laughs> here's a fun fact. When my wife graduated high school, I was still at recess. Okay? And I remember being in recess, watching high school girls drive by, and they're like, oh, someday. Little did I know, she was probably driving by the elementary school going, oh, someday. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome into another episode of Dramatic Comedy Podcast. I'm sorry that this episode is a few days later than I'd like it to be, but it is an episode that is a special one. It's my wife's birthday today as I'm recording this intro, and so last night I interviewed her for her birthday, and that's today's episode. So without further ado, this is the conversation my wife and I had about eight hours ago uh, right before bedtime, leading into her birthday. So, enjoy the silliness that is me and my wife. We're recording. Yay! And then you got a notification. Wait, when we started recording. No, it was the notification oh. that it was recording. <laughs> That's funny. That's really funny. I'll be in charge. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we did this a year ago. Um, was it the night before my birthday? Uh, it was close to it. I know I released it on your birthday. Yeah, so I don't think we did it. I think it, you did it like the Wednesday before, so two, a couple days before. And then I, a couple days before? I said before. I thought you before said before it. Oh, it sounded like you said fork. Listen. Because uh, the, epi- the episode was called COVID is 19, but Kristen is 40. Yes. So. They're talking about how bummed out I was. But you got a party this year. I did. And then you get to teach a class on your, this year. Yeah, and have rehearsal all day. So it almost makes up for it, but then not quite. <laughs> it's all right. It's a great show. It is a great show. For the people who don't know, she is stage managing Jesus Christ Superstar. I'm the assistant stage manager. Yes. Because Jamie and I make a great team. Yes. And I realize it just validated a show that I've never seen. <laughs> but having heard some of the songs, it sounds like a great show. It is. It's the story of Jesus from Judas's point of view. Got it. And um, a lot of people think it's very sacrilegious because of just the way that they speak of Jesus. When people don't understand that Judas loved Jesus. Judas was 100% for the things that Jesus stood for and what he was doing. However, Judas had a better plan or a quote unquote better plan for how he should be doing things. Um, and so he disagreed with some things that Jesus did, like, um, whenever he allowed the prostitute, like he, what did he do? Why can't I think of the things? This is a clean show, babe. Stop it. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, sorry. Didn't mean to throw you off. No, what, what did he do? Why can't I think of what he did when he let her, let her wash his, Yeah. he washed her feet, right? Isn't that what happened? As far as I know, he told her to go and sin no more. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Like, but, um, he... Judas is just like, why are you hanging around with her type? That's not what you're supposed to be doing. That's not what you stand for. And so Judas wanted Jesus to, he essentially wanted Jesus to be perfect. And he was, but he saw it differently. If that makes sense. He 
had it in his own mind what perfection should have been. Correct. Essentially, or what in his mind what the Son of God should have or not have not been doing. Correct. It wasn't that he thought he wasn't Jesus. Okay. Or wasn't the Christ, or however you want to word that. Well, he's an apostle. He would have had to know something. Correct. And so, and it's, you know, it's uh, oratorio, which means it's all music. So there's no spoke, there's heart, there's maybe a few, but there's really no spoken word, like no uh, dialogue between songs. And it's about uh, almost two hours, an hour and 50 minutes. It's not bad. Nope. And tomorrow is tech day. So doing this show and being more involved with it and hearing the songs and the lyrics over and over and over again, as you have. Mm -hmm. Has it given you a different perspective on Judas or Jesus? Um, just Judas. Okay. Really. Um, you really do feel for him in this show. Okay. Like you feel what he was going through. Especially there's a song called Judas's Death where he goes through all the guilt that he feels for selling out Jesus. Um, and how he worries that he's going to be damned for all time. And just going through the dialogue, it's almost like an inner monologue said out loud of he's going to get blamed for this. And it would, I mean, he killed himself before Jesus even died. You know, he killed himself after he met with, after Jesus was with Pilate and they whipped him. Um, so he didn't even see all that stuff. He didn't even get to the crucifixion because he just was like, they're going to blame me for everything that happened. And he just couldn't handle that. He couldn't handle that feeling. When you think about like the world still does blame him for it. Mm -hmm. You want to insult someone, you call him Judas. If yep. you ever feel betrayed, like that's what his name's forever associated with. Yeah. But people don't understand that he really did probably love him and he didn't expect things to go the way they did. Mm -hmm. Even though they had to go the way they did. Exactly. And that's why he knew that Peter was going to deny him and he knew that Judas was going to deny him. Yeah. It was all part of the plan to begin with. That makes me feel better. Yeah. I'm excited to see the show. Yep. Um, if you listen to this tomorrow, guys, or uh, like now, <laughs> <laughs> when you post it, <laughs> whatever. Whenever tomorrow is for you. Whatever that is. If it's before <laughs> March 30th of 2021, you can come see the show. It goes from March 30th till April 5th, including a Saturday matinee show at noon um, at the Electric Theater. And it's the stage door production, so you can purchase tickets off Facebook. And it's the same theater where if some of you have been to my shows, that's where it's at. Yeah. So. And I have a code for them to be only $10. So if you want to do that, you talk to me, you message Chase or me, and we'll get you that code. We'll do it. Anyways, this isn't supposed to be an advertisement for the show. This is supposed to be all about me. It is supposed to be about you, but we got to throw a bone to Judas first. <laughs> uh, so it's your birthday in 23 minutes. Mm -hmm. 41. Yeah. How's it feeling? How does it feel for you? Mm. <laughs> I scored. <laughs> He's, he doesn't mean that in a sexual way. Yet. Stop it. <laughs> Well, a lucky birthday for you is a lucky birthday for me. So... <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> um, 41 doesn't feel that much different than 40, although 
being pregnant at 41 is different than being pregnant at 39 and yeah. being pregnant at 27. You were not pregnant last year when we did this. No, but so. I was pregnant at 39. You were pregnant your, at 39. With your other son. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. So. That, that's on, on Tuesday, we get to hear the heartbeat for the first time. That'll be fun. Yeah. Too bad we can't find out what we're having still too early, but. You have a lot of surprises coming to you because tomorrow you have gifts for me and Gavin that you don't know what it is. That is true. And then you have a heartbeat that you get to hear, which is good, but you also don't know the gender of the baby. So all the anticipation this year. I know. It's a lot. I just want to know what we're having. Hopefully it's a girl. Maybe two. We would love, no matter what we have, we would never be sad about a boy. (laughs) Can you imagine? We're like, we hope it's a girl. And if it's a boy... If anyone's interested, make us an offer. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we thought Jones was a girl and we called Jones a she the whole first, what, 20 weeks until, or whatever it was, till we got our ultrasound. Until he showed us he was a man. Yep. Just like Gavin. He did it in the same way. In the ultrasound, he like spread eagle, ready to go, showing us his boy stuff. Gets that from you. I've never been that open. (laughs) I I, I don't show my boy stuff. No, but I think if you you did, I think if you did have boy stuff... (laughs) I don't think you'd be shy. You'd be like, don't take my picture, but if you do, get the best part of me. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. Yeah. You married this. Right? You married this personality. That's the only bad, like, the big downside to, like... Is that it's forever? Would you let me talk? Sorry. This is my time. Um, The only bad part to marrying someone younger is because guys are usually already immature for their age. And then I married someone six years younger than me, six and a half. And first off, I want to know what it's like to marry someone younger. Second off, you married me and yes, we're more immature, but you're like, Hey, come be part of my life. But also you need to bond with my eight year old. So I was like, yep, I guess I need to be <laughs> younger again. So it was like twice as immature for you. You have to do that all the time. Don't I? <laughs> you know, I thought you wouldn't. <laughs> I was wrong. That was one area you were wrong about. I was so wrong. Uh, you might be 41, but I've aged you way more than that. That is a true <laughs> sentence. That is a 100% true sentence. It's, okay. it's too bad that you're going to die before me. You'll get four years of your youth back. So <laughs> the moment I'm gone, you're just going to be like, oh, how about that? Let's go to the club. <laughs> oh, I get my birthday shake. You do get a birthday shake. You didn't eat any sushi in between pregnancies. <laughs> I haven't had any sushi since. That's a lie. No, we went to Benja's that one day. Yeah. And but... I had a, a tiny little bit of sushi. But think about how much more sushi you used to consume. I know. And then you got pregnant with Jones. And then you waited like a year <laughs> to have a couple bites. And now you're going to have to wait till like Christmas. True, but we're gonna have all the sushi at Christmas. Is that okay that the screen went off? Yeah. Okay. I've, all three times that we've done this, you've asked me that. <laughs> it's the first time you've like, asked me out loud, but usually you point to it in a panic, saying, "Uh oh." I like to be consistent, babe. Every time, it's okay. Well, look at that; it's still going. <laughs> I'm old. I don't remember whenever I ask questions. Well, in six years when I get to your age. <laughs> hey, I repeat things to you all the time. That I has know. nothing to do with age. I know. 
<sighs> You're turning 35 this year. That's a big one. That is a that's a that's a new milestone. Yeah. A few months away from 35. Yeah. But this is about you. <laughs> <laughs> You've made that very clear. <laughs> well, then talk. Well, I was letting you talk. <laughs> it's about you. <laughs> Uh, do you have any guesses for what your gifts are? No, I don't. You said that Gavin picked something really cool. He did. So I'm excited for that. And then I don't know what you're getting. Me? You don't. It was going to be one of two things. And I confirmed today it can't be the first choice I wanted. So you're getting the second choice. Do but I... that just means the first choice is going to happen by tomorrow. Okay. So I should be, I could be able to do it. We'll okay. talk finances by that later. But... <laughs> Okay. The other thing is something that I think will actually mean a lot to you. Okay. I'll tell you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just make sure I don't post this till after I give it to there you. There you go. And we're not going doing gifts till tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. After my class. Before we watch Spaceballs with Gavin. Spaceballs. Yeah, so we've been slowly introducing Gavin to fun movies that we used to watch. Thinking that he will enjoy them. Enjoy them. He watched Airplane. Classic. Um, we covered his eyes for the boobs. We did, even though they're covered just because. They are bare boobs for they're like two boobs. seconds. They are. Oh, they are. That's right. I thought it was a shirt. On Remember, it. I'm much more immature and I'm a boy. Do that's not right. question which I'm movies so have sorry. bare boobs. I will win that argument. So sorry. <laughs> and then we watched all three Austin Powers movies with him. What else? Is that it that we've done so far? Um, I swear I, we've done other things. I've watched... Two rated R movies with him in Speed and now Lone Survivor. Oh, yeah. But as far as goofy, yeah. funny movies. Like our old movies that we loved. When we, we watched were Big with him. Oh, yeah. Oh, we've watched like uh, um, uh, We did Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore, that's what it was. And we did another one of his. Waterboy. Waterboy, that's what it was. Okay. Well, he would like Billy Madison. He would. That is correct. <laughs> he would laugh at the Chris Farley part. Oh, yeah. We need to watch Tommy Boy and Black Sheep with him. Yes. And Beverly Hills Ninja. Beverly Hills, which I've only seen once. It's great. Yeah. We should watch them in that order, though. We uh, should. Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. Black, Black Sheep, Sheep. Beverly Hills Ninja. Because that's the order they came out, right? I don't know. That's the order of how I like them. Tommy Boy's the best. <laughs> so. I put Black Sheep above Tommy Boy. What? I do. Why? I don't know, but I'm uh, I'm alone on that rock. You are. hundred percent. Uh, that's probably why. <laughs> like my space. You're so defiant. I don't know. I've always like the whole part where the boulder hits the house and he's like, I got a bowl of chocolate pudding in my underpants. And he's like, We didn't have any pudding in there. Oh my gosh. But Spade and Farley were just a good duo. They are. And so Yeah, so we're watching Spaceballs tomorrow night. I'm really excited. I didn't tell him the movie we were watching. I just said it was a spoof of like Star, Star Wars. Wars things and that he would laugh and that it's stupid funny. <laughs> we ain't found shit. <laughs> My favorite. When I when he's old enough, I'm watching the Star Wars Family Guy with him. Cause that's fine. That's the best Star Wars there is. <laughs> he might not think so, but that's all right. Uh, I've only I think I've told you I've only seen Spaceballs the one time, but mm -hmm. I'm excited. It's great. Speaking of John Candy, uh -huh. uh, Uncle Buck is one I want to watch with him, too. Oh, I don't like that movie very much, so you can watch it with him. Well, I said I, not we. I know, so. I was just making sure you knew that. <laughs> People don't know if we're... <laughs> really arguing? I'm like, wow. They've been married for three years. <laughs> <laughs> for old souls. They are. We've been married for three, together for four. Yep. 
talking for five. Well, yeah. I'm talking for five years. But even then. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Now what? Uh, next topic. Mm-hmm. Or more about you. Yeah. Either way. Whatever you want to do. You're in charge. Let's talk about your class for tomorrow. Okay. Because you teach that every Saturday. I do. Which is like an aerobics hip hop. Hip hop aerobics, yeah. It's called Slay Aerobics. Slay Aerobics. And it's you, very fun. It is. Oh, I am tried to impress you by going to one of your classes like that when we first started dating. Mm-hmm. I made a deal with you and then I had to go. Mm-hmm. And then I went. And even I can vouch that even though I'm not a dancer, clearly, <laughs> um, it's a fun thing to be a part of when people do go. And it's been, you know, it's. Uh, evolved over the years and whenever COVID happened um and i kind of revamped the whole thing um one thing i wanted to focus on was making women feel empowered and making them feel happy in wherever they are in their life um a lot of times as women we don't um we think, oh, well, I'm too fat to do this, or I'm not healthy enough to do this, or I'm not coordinated enough to do this, or, oh, I'm not a dancer, like, whatever. And I try to make the space that it doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't matter if you can't dance. I have people to come that have been coming for almost four or five years now and they don't know all the dances (laughs) but they come and they move the whole time and they have fun i had someone come a few weeks ago she has zero coordination and she said that when she came and she loved it and she still did it she just had fun and i mean i had someone ask me the other day on facebook because i posted about it in a random group and they were just like um, I'm morbidly obese. Now, I don't think she really is. The picture didn't look that way at all. I mean, not saying I don't know, but she didn't look that way. And I said, I told her, I was like, look, I'm 220 pounds and I'm pregnant and I teach this class. If I can do it, then anyone can come do it. And tomorrow happens to be 80s night. And so we're doing old school aerobics. For my birthday, even though my 80s stuff isn't going to be here in time, it's fine. Yeah, they screwed you on that. Amazon did. Yeah. Yes. That's the thing is, like, when I used to go, Mm -hmm. I'm not a dancer, and I don't miss the dancing aspect of it, because that's me. Mm -hmm. But there were always good conversations, like, in between songs. There was Mm -hmm. always people laughing and having fun, Mm -hmm. and there's just a good um, community, I guess is a good word. Mm Mm-hmm. I was going to say brotherhood, but it's mostly all girls. So I just yeah. not, brotherhood's not the right word. But <clears throat> So I think that's cool what you do. You've given a safe space for people to come work out and have a good time. Thank you. It's pretty awesome. I just, I know that for me, um, there have been times in my life where I didn't have time for me. Whether it was because I was a single mom or whatever. I didn't really have a lot of time that was just mine. And, you know, I know people who are in, who even are married and have all, you know, children and they have a lot of stuff to do and they work and they take care of their kids and their husband works and that's all they are. 
it feels like they're just a mom and just a wife and they're all those things. And I've, what if, you know, being in those positions, what I wouldn't give for just an hour, just an hour where I didn't have to think about any of that. And all I can think about is having fun with my friends. It's only $8. <laughs> so it's not like going out to dinner or going to a club, you know, and so. It's, well, you get the connections there too, and you just kind of get a cut loose and give yourself a release. Yeah. That's awesome. Sorry to me to yawn in the middle of my, my podcast. Yes. There's no yawning allowed. I'm going to have to edit that out. Zero. I've yawned at this when I've been the only one talking. So <laughs> <laughs> that's when you know you've talked too much is if you're boring yourself to yawn. <laughs> to be fair, it tired. is almost midnight. Yes, and I'm and it's been a long day. You have done a lot tonight and you had a hectic night at rehearsal. Mm-hmm. You were sick most of the day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. The fact that you wanted to still do this is like, Pretty awesome. <laughs> there was the other gun. Yeah. I need to sit up a little bit more. Sorry. You're fine. Not that they can see me doing that, but they can. <laughs> they can. They can picture. If you want to picture it, we're both in like shirts and no pants. So. <laughs> I guess I'm in shorts, but. I'm in shorts too. There's nothing underneath the shorts. <laughs> Uh, Chase just rubbed my feet too before we did this. That's usually it's like a pregnancy tradition. Yes. When you're pregnant with Jones, like the last three or four months, I rubbed your feet every night. It was great. And I assume I'll be doing the same thing with this one. Yeah. So. Um. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Is there an echo? <laughs> uh. Laughter. Uh-huh. It's been kind of a crazy time because this baby, let's be honest, for all intents and purposes, is kicking your ass right now. Oh, so much! Like and you... I love, I love this baby. I love this tiny nugget in my belly. But man, but every day she's got you with a migraine or sick mm-hmm. or whatever. He only said she because that's what we're just saying. We don't know anything yet. If I need to come back four weeks from now and edit that, I will. <laughs> um. But, I mean, I had, like, food poisoning yesterday, and I did as much as I could, but I was sitting there, like, last night, just after puking the whole day, thinking, how does she do this every day? (laughs) I don't know how you do it, because I try and laugh all the time. (laughs) I did not joke around a lot yesterday. You didn't. You were super grouchy. I wasn't trying to be grouchy, but I was also trying to not throw up food that wasn't there. Yeah, but see, I don't throw up either. I just get nauseous. You might feel better if you did. I don't know that I would. You might. I'm not telling you to do it. Yeah, I need you to calm down. After every time I puked yesterday, I felt great for <laughs> 20 minutes. And well, then... see, after I eat, I feel great for like 30 to 40 minutes, mm. maybe an hour at the most. That's yeah. what I know, like, that I could handle that. Every food makes me nauseous. So. I started talking about this with laughter, and then I don't know where I was going to tie it into laughter. I don't know either, babe. So. I'm not in your head. I'm not sure if I am. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, but this baby is kicking my trash. Yeah. 100%. And, and it's it's exciting. Yeah. Because I've never felt this way before, so it could potentially mean that I, this is a girl. But we won't know. It's too soon. So. 
so even on like the hardest days like today where you were literally sick on the couch till three o'clock, then you got in the shower and then went through a stressful rehearsal day Mm -hmm. that you're lucky to even be home right now. (laughs) Where does a sense of humor play into that? Um, Or does it on a day like today? Um, I had fun at rehearsal, even though it was stressful. Okay. Like, I was making jokes the whole time. I had a plastic snake around my neck the whole time because I said it was protecting my Sharpie that I had <laughs> in my pocket. Because everyone kept trying to take my Sharpie. And I had it, like, well, not in my pocket. It was, like, in my jumper. So it was, like, right in the front. And so and so everyone was asking me what it was named. Somebody wanted me to name him John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> you know, last time he was involved in a play, it did not go well. <laughs> They oh. had to stop the show. <laughs> so, but everything was good. Like I said, it was stressful. And I helped a lot of people who were really stressed out about a few things um, that I don't want to share on here. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, it it did really well. And we got past it. And I just kept making jokes about every possible thing that I could. It probably helped a lot. It really does. Um, especially because if you're all stressed out and high strung the whole time too, then you have people that aren't. They're not going to trust you. They're not going to come to you. Um, if you have an entire staff of people that are all stressed out, um, all the employees, if you're going to look, look at this like a job, so you have like a board of directors and they're all pissy and grouchy all the time. If you're an employee, you don't have anyone to talk to. You don't mm-hmm. have anyone to come to when you have a moment. And there were things tonight that people didn't feel comfortable going to other people about. And so they came to me. Because they know that, number one, I'd handle it. But number two, it wasn't going to be a stressful situation. Because I just kept trying to make everybody laugh the whole time. So they came to you with either disagreements or something, a problem they had with something in the show? Correct. So in a sense, it's a cast full of Judases coming to you because they don't like who's in charge. <laughs> kind of. In essence. <laughs> That's why it means so much to you to look the other way. <laughs> That's what I heard there you just you explain. <laughs> so, and so it was, we just handled it. If anyone kisses you on the cheek, just run. <laughs> Silly. I'm just kidding. Well, good. I love you. I love you. I like laughing with you over silliness Mm -hmm. and i don't like stressing you out but sometimes i'm being you know 12 years old with gavin it's fun to stress you out (laughs) of course it is but uh literally we've never gone to bed angry and we've laughed at something at some point every day yeah i hope that never changes we both know i'll always try and make jokes it's true i'll probably roll my eyes don't. That's probably why you're so sick. That all is. The time. I get so dizzy from rolling my eyes. Your vertigo is just <laughs> flared up the last three years. <laughs> and I would like to publicly say to all your listeners out there, what an amazing human being that you are. You are such an amazing husband that even on days that you're really, really tired or sick, you like yesterday when you felt sick you still went to pick up gavin from school because i was needed to rest um you allow me that sounds bad you don't care if i do shows as in you are so supportive that's the word i was looking for gosh Kristen. um you are so supportive 
of me doing the shows, even before when you were working 10 hour days and you'd have to just take care of the kids for three hours at night while I was gone. And that is amazing to me. And I'd come home and the dishes would be done or, um, you know, everyone was happy and there were no issues. And, and, you know, especially now with me being sick, um, and preggers, it's, you will take care of me while still taking care of everything else and being super dad. And you still want to rub my feet at night, <laughs> which is pretty awesome. Don't want to. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I see the joy it brings you, all that stuff, not just the foot rub. And <laughs> that's the payoff. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> right? So, but like I said earlier, you're always supportive of what I do. And a lot of what I do is pretty silly and running joke ideas and stuff by you, even if they're horrible. Like, I'll run really bad ones by you just because I know they're probably bad. And I have to get them out of my head. But you put up with, like, the silliness of it. And I take what I do very seriously, but it's a goofy thing. Mm-hmm. What you're doing in the show is a lot more stressful than what I do. And it's amazing you have the patience to work with other people like that. <laughs> so I am like inspired by what, how much you allow yourself to do and push yourself to do. Because most people, let's be honest, don't do a lot of things if they don't have to. I don't know how to say no. You don't. <laughs> Every time you're like, oh, I overbooked myself. I'm like, <laughs> But... You are much happier overbooking yourself than sitting on the couch not knowing true. what to do. And so I'm happy that you're happy. What was it a few weeks ago where I don't even remember what it was, it was a Tuesday and I had rehearsal and I had appointments and then like the day before I got asked to make dinner <laughs> for somebody in the Relief Society who just had a baby. And I was like, yeah, I'll do that. With my, oh, I had my toes and nails. Yeah. That's right. I had something in the morning. Oh, I had my chiropractor appointment. And then I had my... No, All I had my toes things. and nails. And then I had my chiropractor appointment. And then make the food. So I had to make the food early in the morning. And I made homemade meatballs. And like a handmade meatballs. It's like, it was like two months ago or something. Where you had like seven appointments for something on the same day. And you're like, oh, I can't believe I overbooked myself. And I was like, you can't? <laughs> It's not the first time. It's not the last time. Yeah, that's true. It's just, you don't know how to say no unless I'm offering to help. Then you're pretty good at saying no. <laughs> that is true, but you have gotten so much better at loading the dishwasher. Well, uh, I'm, I'm, practice makes better. Yeah. I won't say perfect. But... Yeah, it won't. But you, you do a lot better. Hey, it's my birthday. It is. It's 12.01. 12 March 27th. March 27th, 1980. At 2.07 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> so really not for another six minutes. Correct. Okay. Did I, I don't know if I said this last year, but did you know that um, I used to only think you would grow at the exact moment you were born every year? You've told birthday. me that before. Yeah. yeah. Um, so every year I would wake up, but I, but I couldn't remember exactly the time I was born. Um, so I would, I had like a, for some reason, both my parents said different things. Um, and so I would wake up for from 2.06 to 2.13 a.m. 
and I would stand naked in front of the mirror <laughs> and see if I would grow. You know, <laughs> I stand naked in a mirror to see if I grow. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but, you are, that was highly inappropriate. I don't know why. <laughs> I was talking about height. What uh-huh. are you thinking? Uh-huh. I should have seen if I could count to 11. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Does she mean 21? Oh, yeah. I guess there's 10 toes, too. My, <laughs> oh my bad. <laughs> oh, goodness sakes. This is your fourth appearance on here. I know. Isn't that cool? It's kind of fun. Yeah. Can't wait to see what number five brings. Right? I've been doing this thing for over a year. That's so cool. I think this is episode 30 or 31. And Talk it's such a good thing. Now. I'm so glad whenever you like just did this with the interviewing and you talked about laughter and things like that you've picked something that was a good niche and i've stuck to it because i've started too many other podcasts i was thinking about eric and when he plays with squirrels and he's like (laughs) don't don't tell him about our about our daughter and he's like i have a niche niece niece that's boy meets world (laughs) reference just so you guys know (laughs) they're gonna think eric with squirrels Eric plays with squirrels. Eric plays with squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, but yeah, because it, it's it's a good... People relate. Yeah. And you... I mean, when you're your sports one, it's mm. fine. But, you know, it was blah. Yeah. Because you only... that's It's to a smaller audience. And mm-hmm. this will affect a wider audience. Well, everyone can relate to this, whether they like sports or not. Yeah. Like, laughter is a part of everyone's life. And if it's not, well, I almost just made a horrible joke. I'm going to refrain. I thought you were just going to swear. No. <laughs> Tell you what I'll say after I hit the stop button. <laughs> um, but it's like, even if I don't have guests on, it still stays around that same topic. And I've never just had an episode where I was rambling about nothing. Like, there's been a point to it tying it in so you're not sarcastic ever are you that's a sin i have not talked about that on here so well we we won't talk about the whole thing but well um, we can we were we had an experience where someone was talking about um that the world is the world sarcasm is essentially bringing the world down that they don't have sarcasm in their house because it's like inviting Satan there, and you can't have a kind home <laughs> if you are sarcastic. We have proven that true. And we sat there and we listened <laughs> to that, and we're just like, and Chase was actually listening from another room. Yeah. And I texted him, and I was just like, did you just hear that? And I did. <sighs> and I told you later that when he dies, Jesus is just going to be like, well, look who decided to show up. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh. Is that going to be like sarcasm? How did I end up in hell? <laughs> <laughs> you would hate our home. You would. So much. I can always tell when I come home and my, my family has been watching videos from the internet all day. I'm just more sarcastic. That's what he said. Yes, that is what he said. I just. I wanted to tell him the first Christmas after my mom died, it was Uh kind of like a somber year, and I'm in the basement with my dad half asleep on the floor, and he's watching the Mormon Tabernacle Choir do their Christmas program, Mm -hmm. and they're doing these colorful bells. They didn't look like bells, but, and I was half awake, and I was like, 
Oh, those bells? And my dad goes, no, Chase, they're pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so like to this day, he'd be like, okay, had a good bell last night oh from this God. place. And one time, a few years ago before I moved in here, I was at a pool and I was talking to this dude about Utah football because that's how I make friends. Mm-hmm. And he knew my dad somehow. <laughs> and he's like, oh, your dad's Brent? Oh, I'm going to text him I'm talking to you. So he texts my dad mm-hmm. from the pool. And a few minutes later, he goes, hey, Chase, your dad wants to know what the difference is between bells and pizzas. Oh, my God. And so I had to tell my dad <laughs> guy that story. <laughs> so funny. Oh, goodness. Uh, well, we'll do this again. It's always fun to have you on. Yeah, I agree. Uh, anything else? Um, I love you. I love you. You're the best. Thanks. Squeeze, squeeze. Just kidding. <laughs> that's what I did on the last one. No, you honked. Oh, that's what it was. My bad. <laughs> I love you. Love you. That's always a fun conversation. My wife and I always have funny conversations like that, even when we're not being recorded. And the truth is, I just love her. She's been huge in my life, and I just, I can't say enough good things about her. She makes me happier than really I ever thought I deserved to be. So, uh, thanks for coming on this podcast, babe. I love you. And we will talk at you guys on the next one.